0: What up, folks? It's your boy, Sports PSP. Welcome to another episode of Commander's Demand. Um, today's episode is makes me sick. I thought about using the term tired, but I'm just going to say makes me sick because I'm just fed up with what I'm seeing from the commanders. A um, lot of stuff to talk about regarding today's game. Uh, between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders, the Philadelphia Eagles, of course. In case if anyone hasn't known, they won the game 38 to 31. I'm again to the game in just a second, and I'm definitely going to discuss a lot of things regarding the game and, of course, the trade reports regarding Montez Sweat and Chase Young. So please stay tuned because Commanders demand starts right now. You're watching Commander's Demand with your host, Sports PSP, exclusively on The Grid Network. Yo, what up, folks? It's your boy, Sports PSP. Welcome to another episode of Commander's Demand. As you all know, folks, it's a podcast in which your boy, Sports PSP, discusses things surrounding the Washington Commanders. Uh, Before I talk about the game... Um, Please make sure you like and subscribe to The Grid Network. Of course, there's a lot of great, amazing talent on the podcast, such as Carving It Up podcast with Bryson. Uh, Of course, you know, Patrick, my man Patrick Brown. Check out some of his articles he's written about the NFL and the NBA. Also go check out the 8 o'clock show every Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. So please stay tuned to The Grid Network, man. A lot of great content. All right, folks, let's talk about obviously the news regarding the Washington Commanders, which was the 38 to 31 loss they suffered to the Washington uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles have swept the Washington Commanders this season. Prior. Or leading to the game, I predicted that the Philadelphia Eagles were going to win. After all, they were like a six and a half or seven point favorites to win that game against Washington, folks. I mean, today's episode, its name make me sick. And damn it, I'm just gonna tell you what makes me sick about the Commanders. Am I shocked or upset that we lost? No, because I predicted that was going to happen. So when you predict that something was going to happen and it comes into fruition, you're not going to be mad with your prediction. Hey, at least you were right with your prediction. However, I am disappointed, very, very disappointed that one of our arch rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles, we lost to them for the second consecutive time this season. I laid down some of the things that Washington needed to do in order to secure a victory. That was to take away the ball from Jalen Hurts. Now, we definitely did that in the second half with the touch-push rule, a touch-push attempt, which is very often that the Philadelphia Eagles use. But unfortunate, but and yes, we did get a turnover. Um, we collected a turnover, a fumble near the red zone. But still, we couldn't do anything. And then on top of that, we could not stop AJ Brown. AJ Brown, for the second consecutive, uh, for the sixth consecutive game this season, he has a hundred and twenty-five yards receiving or more. And in that game against the Commanders. Eight catches for a hundred and thirty yards and two touchdowns. He once again torched our commanders. But look, I understand it was against AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I understand it's a great uh, it's against that great wide receiver duo. Nevertheless, Yet again, our DBs, as I previously stated, they are trash. Trash. Sorry, but that is just the pure truth. What else do you want me to say about this secondary? They're just that trash. They're not that good. I mean, Benjamin St. Juice, Emmanuel Forbes, Kendall Fuller, those guys going up against that wide receiving duel, they they don't have a chance in hell. Now, Washington, we did have a seventeen to ten lead. We did have a seventeen to ten lead. We only held the Philadelphia Eagles to ten points. Jalen Hurts connected with A.J. Brown on that touchdown pass. The second to last drive at the end of the first half to put it 14 to 10. Washington was able to capitalize by moving, um, by hitting a 61-yard field goal by Joey Sly. So at least we came in with some momentum. But in the second half, our defense just gave up 28 points. Philadelphia outscored us 28 to 14 in the second half. And that was because in large part of how Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown was just flat out torching our secondary. Our secondary was just flat out trash. I knew this was going to happen. I knew that our DBs were going to get yet again embarrassed by the Eagles wide receivers. We did not have much of a chance. And just when I actually thought, you know what, I would feel confident enough in our defense, I would feel confident enough in our team because we were actually playing very well in the first half. And Sam Howell, by the way, folks, Sam Howell, and I'll get into him in just a second, had by far the best game of his season. He was he was not excellent. He was not good. He was magnificent until the sack and then the interception. But Our defense is just flat-out trash. Our secondary is just flat-out trash. And outside of our offensive line, that is an issue we must address heading into the offseason. Because nobody on earth can convince me with that secondary, we're going to go places. We're not. We're not going places with that secondary. So we went up against the Eagles wide receivers. We, we got to go up against the Cowboys wide receivers later in the year. We got to deal with them on Thanksgiving. We got to deal with um, CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks. We got to deal with the Dolphins with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Then we got to deal with the Rams later in the season with, with uh, a healthy Cooper Cup and um, Puka Nakua, one of the top candidates for offensive rookie of the year. Then later on, we got to deal with the 49ers with, of course, Brandon Ayuk, and hopefully when healthy, Debo Samuel. It, how much worse could it possibly get for the uh, commanders secondary? Because if you think going up against the Eagles wide receivers was bad, wait until, you fa- wait until you face these teams. The Cowboys twice a year, the Dolphins, the 49ers, and the Rams with those wide receivers. Good luck, Washington's secondary. You're gonna need it because there is no chance, mind you, no chance in hell you're going to actually shut down those wide receivers. Good luck with it. I, I, I hope you prove me wrong, but the likelihood of that is not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm sorry. And, and um, oh my god, oh my god, man. I don't know how much more, as a fan of this team, I can stomach. I don't know how much more could I possibly stomach with this team. And let me read some of the comments in the comment section below. Uh, My boy, uh, Patrick L. Brown, he said, time for a change. Ron Jack have to go. Yes, I've been saying it all along, Patrick. Ron Rivera must go. He is the older version of Brandon Staley. He is a coach that is clueless. And Jack Del Rio, as the defensive coordinator, he has to go, too. I've said it all along. They have to go. And Be- Magic Johnson, Josh Harris, the new ownership, they are going to move on from that coach and head on to a different coach heading into the offseason. Hell, if you actually told me, Patrick, um that ron rivera if the commander should fire ron rivera should they do it yeah absolutely why not why don't you let eric Bieniemy be the head coach for a chase he may never get a head coaching job in the nfl somewhere else but hell let him be the interim head coach let him see what he's capable of he's shown a hell of a lot more potential than ron rivera and jack del rio combined give him a chance and then the other comment from uh patrick howell played the uh, played his tail off. Defense let you down. Trade Chase Young and Montez went on the trade deadline. I will get into that in just a second regarding the trades, um, Patrick. But, yeah, to your credit, Sam Howell played a hell of a football game. Let's get to the commander's offense in just a second. Let's get into the commander's offense just a second. The other problem that I had with the commander's, Despite Sam Howell playing well, the other issue, why not run the ball more? Why not run the ball more? I mean, I love Eric bien I love his presence. I love what he can bring to the team. I love the fact that he is there handling the offensive play calling and the responsibility from Ron Rivera. Do I really want Ron Rivera making those types of calls? Hell no. No, but my problem, the biggest problem that I have with Eric, why can't you run the football more? Do you understand that you, uh, you asked Sam Howell throw the ball 52 times, even though he did play 39 of his passes in that game, even though he did that, but brian robinson jr had 10 carries for 59 yards an average of 5.9 yards to carry why not balance the offense out to collectively the commanders rushing they had 16 for 84 yards an average of 5.3 yards to carry why not run the ball more washington's offense is not kansas city and I get it. Andy. Uh, Eric Biennemi comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree. I get Andy Reid is known for calling offensive plays in terms of passing. He's more known for throwing the football than he is at the run. But you got to balance it out. And then um, Patrick responded, loser's mentality still lingers with your team. It starts when players said they couldn't handle EB's coaching style. Running the ball could have helped Sam out respectfully. Hell yeah, it could have handled it respectfully. Hell yeah, it could have helped out Sam. You're asking a tremendous a, a lot from Sam Howell. Even Sam Howell, his performance today was justified because Terry McLaurin later in the game dropped some crucial passes to which Terry McLaurin took accountability for. But you're asking so much from Sam Howell and EB. You have Brian Robinson, who's a very effective runner. Use him. Don't ignore him. Use him. I mean, even though Jahan Dotson played well, um, a tight end that I've been very critical about, Logan Thomas, only because of durability. He played well. Every uh, The rest of our offense played well, including in a particularly our offensive line, which I have been very critical of from day one. Sam Howell was only sacked one time in that game. One. He was sacked one time in that game. You look at his numbers. 39 of 52 for 397 yards. Four touchdown passes, one interception, only sacked one time. He finished that game with a QBR of 70.1 and a passer rating of 114. The mistake that Sam Howell made, there were a couple of mistakes that he made in that game. When the commanders went for it on fourth and one, I thought it was a bad pass on his part. Not that I don't have a problem with them going on fourth and one. I thought they should have went with a jet sweep or something like that. But the decision that Sam Howell threw, that pass was nearly intercepted, I thought. And then, of course, the interception that he threw in that game. That was a bad mistake on his part. And also, to your point, Patrick, you bring up the uh, loser's mentality. It all started with players questioning EB's um, intensity, to which Ron Rivera even admitted to the press that just tells you that Washington still has a long way to go in terms of where they want to be. It just tells you how much more work that this team has in order to get to where they want to go. And so that is my biggest problem with the offense. They did, I mean, Eric bieniemy me run the ball more. Stop asking Sam how to throw the football goddamn much. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, it's stupid and clueless on your part that you're asking this dude 52 times to throw the football. As good as Sam Howell is, this is not Kansas City. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. And then another comment from uh, Patrick L. Brown, a very winnable game. Defense can't stop a nosebleed. Eagles are getting hurt, but they'll run out of luck. Okay, Patrick, you're only saying that because next week, of course, you're facing the Cowboys. Okay, we're going to see how good the Eagles go up against the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a heavily contested game. Um, It's at Philly. It's at 425 Eastern Standard Time. I think the game is on Fox um Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys played well against the Los Angeles Rams but let's wait and see in that game we shall see let's not jump to the conclusions if the Eagles are going to run out of luck yes the Eagles they haven't looked as dominant as they've been last season nevertheless they're still seven and one for a reason they still find a way to win games but back to Washington Um, It was just a wasted performance. You wasted away a great performance by Sam Howell and that offensive line. You wasted away a great performance from him. And to Patrick's point, they couldn't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't stop shit. They couldn't stop anybody on uh, on the Eagles' offense. They made A.J. Brown look like he was the second coming of Calvin Johnson or Randy Moss. They made Jalen Hurts like he was the second coming of Steve Young. That's how pathetic the Washington Commanders' defense is. And after this season, changes got to be made. Rivera has to go. Jack Del Rio has to go. I'm keeping EB. Despite the fact that he can be clueless at times by avoiding the run and not running the ball more, I'm still keeping him because at least he has potential. And he's young. This is his first year with the team. So I'll move on from Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, and I'll go forward with um, Eric Biannimi. Sam Howell, even though he is a young quarterback, do I think he's a franchise quarterback? No, but I do believe he needs to be in better circumstances to further evaluate him, to better evaluate him. I'd like to see him in better circumstances with a better offensive line and a better defense because the defense that he has currently right now is shit. We've seen games against Denver. Buffalo, Philadelphia, twice so far. Chicago, that this defense is getting torched. Another reason that I also predicted that the Commanders were going to lose this game, it's at home. They do not have a great record at home. The last home game that they won, believe it or not, folks, was the season opener against the Arizona Cardinals who are considered who are one of the worst teams in the NFL, probably going to end up getting the first pick in the draft, probably going to get Caleb Williams out of USC if he decides to show up. You look at some of the home games that they've had this season. They've gained, they lost to the Bills. They got blown out by the Bills. They got blown out by the Chicago Bears on Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. They also got beat down by the Philadelphia Eagles again. So changes have to be fucking made. Changes have to be made. I'm sorry. That's the bottom line. Changes have to be made. Ron Rivera, everyone should be done with him by now. Everyone should be done with him by now. If y'all still think Ron Rivera is your guy, you sadly mistaken. Unbelievable, and it's just fucking unbelievable. I mean, even though I am not shocked that we lost that game, but I am very disappointed because, and I talked about this with Barry. He said, and Barry said it himself. He sent me a, a text in the group chat. Washington should have beaten the Eagles twice, and it's really hard to agree with a Dallas Cowboys fan because. Dallas Cowboy fans, they're the most, yeah, I'm going to say it. They're the most annoying, obnoxious fan base out there. Sorry, Patrick, but that's just the truth. Got love for you, and I got love for you too, Barry. But Barry does make a very valid point. The reason why I'm also very disappointed, these are games that I feel like the commanders should win, and I feel like we're not capitalizing off of it. We're not capitalizing off of it, And we just, and we fail. And I don't want to hear anything about moral victories. Like I said on week four against the Eagles, when we lost 34-31, I said no. No moral victories. If y'all try to convince me a moral victory, stop. I'm going to ask you very nicely, very kindly to stop. Stop saying moral victories. This is not no moral victory. I don't believe in moral victories. I don't think we should look at this as a moral victory at all whatsoever. I look at this from the standpoint we got swept. We got swept. Our defense for the for the most part this season has been God awful. Our coaching has been terrible this season. And even though this is the first year with the new ownership, it's struggling. And I'm also frustrated because, you know what, didn't I say that, you know what, Washington, they should just tank the rest of the season? Perhaps, you know, try to get the number one overall pick, try to get Caleb Williams, try to get some big-time um, guy from college that can help us out in the NFL, that we as Commanders fans could build around. Well, right now, we're 3-5 and five this season. So do I think, honestly, in my opinion, and let's look at the Commanders schedule for the next games, because we're already eight games into the season. There's still nine more left to go. Washington this season is at the Patriots. Even though the Patriots haven't been playing well this season, they've won two games so far this year, I would still think that the Patriots would beat us because You never know with Bill Belichick and that defense. You never know with Bill Belichick and that defense. Mac Jones lately has been playing well so far. Do I think he's a franchise quarterback? No, but I do believe he will be in better circumstances if you put him with a confident team and head coach. Yeah, at this point right now, Bill Belichick, I'm sorry, he's just getting exposed. Then after the Patriots, you got the Seahawks on the road. The Seahawks are going to beat us. Then you have a home game against the Giants. Need to remind folks what the Giants did to the Commanders. Oh, and by the way, the Giants prior to last week's game against the Commanders had five total sacks and sacked Sam Howell six times. Then after that, we go on the road, Thanksgiving Day on CBS against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys are looking to beat our ass, especially the fact that we beat them in the season finale last year. And Three, nearly three years ago, what we did to them on Thanksgiving Day during the COVID year, 2020-2021. Then we got the Dolphins after the Cowboys. Then we got the Rams on the road. We should lose that one. Then we go on the road against the Jets. We could beat the Jets, but at the same time, the Jets' defense has been playing well. And Zach Wilson, to his credit so far, has looked solid. Then we go home against the 49ers. Yes, the 49ers have lost three consecutive games. They lost to the Browns, they lost to the Vikings, and they just lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. I still believe that the San Francisco 49ers are the better football team. And the season finale against the Dallas Cowboys, it's a home game. Who knows what could happen? These, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight at least seven legitimate losses, the Seahawks, the Giants, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. Those are the games that we are going to lose. So bottom line, in conclusion, do I think our season is over? The answer is hell yes. Hell yeah, our season is over. And this is why I thought that we should have tanked at least to get something in return, a top draft pick. But sadly, that may not be the case. And boy, the last subject to wrap up this show. We got a lot of stuff, you know, with all the trade reports regarding this team. I read a report from Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio. And according to Mike Florio of NBC Sports, uh, no, not that one, I'm sorry. According to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, the Atlanta Falcons have offered the commanders a third-round pick for Montez Sweat. Also, it was reported by Mike Florio that the Bears could be looking at Chase Young. This is really difficult for me, folks, because two legit DNs. Both of them will be free agents once the season is over. Both of them to this uh, to their credit, they've played well this season. Montez Sweat has six and a half sacks. Chase Young has like five. Chase Young so far has been healthy. And when Chase Young is healthy, boy, he is a difference maker. But just like Chase Young, so is Montez Sweat. I've been consistent with my position from day one, which one should be let go. Which one should I trade if I'm Washington between Montez Sweat or Chase Young? The answer should be Chase Young has to go. And if I'm Washington, I'm keeping Montez Sweat. Because Montez Sweat, even though Chase Young has a great upside, the big concern I still have about him at the end of the day is durability. The best ability is availability. And how do I feel comfortable with Chase Young moving forward? Now, again, this is on the commanders at the end of the day by failing to reach a deals with Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Remember, the commanders did not pick up Chase Young's fifth-year option, which was a mistake on their part because Chase Young, if he balls like this, He's on pace to have a great season this season. He's on pace to have at least 10 or 11 sacks this season. You don't have to pay him a shit ton of money. Kind of like how the Giants did with Daniel Jones. The Giants made the mistake by giving Daniel Jones all that money, right? But did they pick up his fifth-year option? No. So because last year they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, and because Daniel Jones had an improvement last season, made the playoffs, able to win the playoff game, Guess what? They paid him a ton of money. And that's what you're going to have to do with Chase Young. So I think you should trade Chase Young and keep Montez Sweat because I don't trust Chase Young's durability. And I hate saying that about Chase Young because we drafted him with the second overall pick in the draft back in 2020. We knew that he was a generational talent out of the Ohio State University. We knew that his rookie year, he was defensive rookie of the year. He made the Pro Bowl. He definitely played a big role for the commander's defense. We won the NFC East division. Health-wise, we thought he was going to be on his way to the same path. You see guys like T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons and uh, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, some of the elite defensive players. But the thing that has cost them is durability. And you expect me to keep him, given his durability history. But I'm going to let go of Montez Sweat, who Sweat and Young, they're around the same age, if I'm not mistaken. And out of 66 games in, in his NFL career so far, Montez Sweat has registered 34 and a half sacks. I'm keeping Montez Sweat. I'm trading Chase Young. Where do I trade him? I don't know. Could it be the Seahawks? Could it be the Bears? Could it be the Steelers? I know I'm not going to get first-round picks if I trade one of them or both of them. And, of course, the trade the trade deadline is coming pretty soon on Tuesday. But if I'm Washington, I trade Chase Young. I keep Montez Sweat. And it's really tough you got to get something in return you got to get something in return you're not going to get huge draft compensation you're not going to get multiple first round picks or second round picks or anything like that you're not going to get a king's ransom but at least you got to get something in return because both of these guys are about to enter free agency so I feel like if you got to pay one if you got to pay which one a lot of money I bet on Montez Because he's durable, he's available, he gives me the same amount of production. His value, his impact to the team is just as high as Chase Young. But the durability part, that's the huge thing. So I keep Montes Sweat, And unfortunately, I move on from Chase, Chase Young and I trade him and I get a little something in return. So that with Josh Harris and Magic Johnson, we and commanders can look forward. To something new. So that's what I got to say regarding the trade reports, folks. But anyway, folks, thank y'all for listening and taking the time to watch Commanders Demand. Um, I will do a pre-game, uh, pregame prediction for the Commanders game against the New England Patriots. What do the commanders need to do in order to win this one? Um makes me sick man and it's really tough heck i i mean a lot a lot today i mean it was hard man i spent a lot of time i ain't go a lot i spent a lot of time puking after that game because i just couldn't stomach that loss it was shock, it wasn't shocking at all i wasn't mad but just very disappointed because i just feel like yet again we had a chance to win and just like the previous outcome we lost. So it's going to be a tough one for me tonight, folks, but hey, I'll I'll just stomach with it and I'll just move on to next week. I appreciate everyone for taking the time to watch Commander's Demand. Please go like and subscribe to the GRID Network, the G-R-Y-D Network. And please go also shout out to all the great people on the GRID Network from Patrick, of course. Appreciate Patrick in the super chat. Bryson, Barry, you know, Ryan, everybody from the Grid Network. And also, please like and subscribe to the Sports PSP Podcast. The latest episode is out right now, so go check it out. Also, go check out the latest video between which quarterback would you want as a pure passer between Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, or Patrick Mahomes. So please stay tuned on that. Catch you all this Wednesday. 9 or 9.30 p.m. on The Grid Network. It's your boy, Sports PSP. Enjoy the rest of y'all day, and God bless.